welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. We love Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support the podcast. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you want to feel the desire to, you know, tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk. On Twitter at BlockTalkNYC and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Ooh la la, Drag Race is heading to the land of chocolate and waffles with a very familiar name at the helm. It's time to preview everything we know about Drag Race Belgique. And joining me on this journey are two generations of Twink, Patricia Diamond and Twinkie Boots. Hello, how are you? Bonjour. <laughs> That's all the French you're getting from me on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, Patricia will do all the French for us um, because I've still learned. don't want that. Nothing. No, listen, you speak how many languages or you're learning how many languages? Five. I'm starting number six. Look at you, your generation. It's the good generation. We all. Well, I didn't have friends in high school, so that was like what I did. Same, (laughs) but um, Twinkie Boots was very popular in high school. I'm sure. No, not with those dancing kids. Not with the kids that my school. The kids at other schools loved me. The kids at my school were kind of like, "Who's this kid?" Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, uh, just put it out there right now. Apologies for pronunciations. They're going to be bad um, because we're I mixing French. You, don't worry. Thank you. We're mixing French. We're mixing Flemish. Um, there might be some German in here. I don't know. Uh, there, th- what I've learned about the pr- getting my notes ready for this podcast is I know jack shit about Belgium. Yeah, well, with, like, I don't as think far I, as I haven't language been there. Goes, as far as language goes with Belgium, it's like technically a bilingual country. Yeah. Like technically the southern part speaks French, northern part speaks Dutch. But from people I know from Belgium, it's kind of, I mean, as it is in a lot of European countries, like bilingual, all the people there speak two or three languages. Right. So but the way that pretty, almost everyone in Belgium speaks English, but pretty much the way that it works is the people in the northern part speak Dutch natively. And then they also learn French and English. But the people in the southern part speak French natively, and they just learn English. They don't ever learn Dutch. Wild. Uh, well, so that's why the show's in French, because right. a lot of the southern Belgians don't even care to learn Dutch, because there's no reason to learn Dutch. Everybody um, who speaks pre- Dutch speaks English. I prepared this podcast by eating um, some Godiva chocolates from <laughs> um, Belgium. Uh, very good, very good. They are definitely known for their chocolates. It's, it's good shit, good shit. And I prepared um, to do my Duolingo, so... Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, before we begin, because I just have to, it's the first podcast for this franchise. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of the television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they are also have put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. So there's that. Um, Drag Race Belgique. Are we excited? I am actually. I, for one, 
actually I had no idea that this one was one of the ones coming out this year and then it just suddenly dropped and I was like oh my gosh I'm excited yeah so I I was at Drag Race France (laughs) yeah I was at DragCon um and I got the press release (laughs) for um the official announcement of Rita Vega as the host with all the photos of her and I was like oh my god and I got to actually speak to her uh the day after so look out for that podcast coming soon um so I'm very excited for it and um I will say like the production elements we've seen so far feel like it's like a low grade version of Drag Race. But let's be honest, there's so many versions of Drag Race nowadays that like the first seasons are always not going to be up to par because you got to earn your money first. Right. You got to you got to show that you're going to build an audience so that they want to invest and get out of the Vaseline filter. That's why I'm I'm using that one today for my own camera. (laughs) <laughs> sure though let's go with that answer um yeah so I, I i'm very excited um again i love the international seasons i love learning about different cultures and about drag from different perspectives but i think what we're going to learn about drag race belgique is that there is influence from two other franchises just because of how their culture is you're going to have um, a lot of dutch in it you're going to have a lot of french in it and by going on some of their social media they all kind of intertwine anyway Why do we need it? But we have it. Yeah, I was a little surprised, especially I was surprised because they announced it like it felt like it was like mm, it was about a year ago. A year ago, but it felt like it was forever ago. They announced it, and I remember being like, "Okay," yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I mean, that's cool," but I didn't. I mean, I had like you know, everybody thinks of, like what countries they think will be next, but I did not have Belgium on my <laughs> my list at all. Yeah. I honestly figured they were just split Belgium up and just like let the southern Belgians do Drag Race France and let the northern ones do the Netherlands just because especially because the Netherlands doesn't have that big of a scene because there are that many people so I would think they would just kind of let them and especially because Drag Race Holland is kind of in this limbo period we don't know if it's been renewed um that being said I still think some of the best drag artists have come off of that franchise so like find some screens please (laughs) um I'm sure you can get a cast of 10 in um in Amsterdam alone. So I don't know what's going on there. But for now, we have this season. Let's go through the facts. Drag Race Belgique will debut on February 16, 2023 on OVO in Belgium and WoW Presents Plus around the world. It will be hosted by Canada's Drag Race and Canada vs. the World's Rita Vega. Supporting judges will be Luffy and Musty. Um, obviously, we all know who Rita Vega is. Are we a fan of Rita Vega? Absolutely. I I was a fan of her on her initial season of Canada. I thought she stood a chance of actually winning it based on her track record. So I I liked her a lot more on her initial season than I did on her performance for Canada versus the world. But that also could have just been the editing that she got on Canada versus the world. Yeah, I I like her. I, I, I didn't watch Canada season one, like when it came out, I watched it like I guess like a year, um, a little bit less than a year after it came out. So I didn't like I knew who won. Um, but like looking back, I was kind of, I guess I was kind of rooting for her the whole season, but I'm also a little like just biased towards like francophones in general. I'm like, hey, yeah, French Canadians. Um, I think she's going to do better in this position than she did as a contestant. I think she's meant to be a host. Um, from everything that we've seen from her and knowing her experience since Candace Drag Race, I think she's going to be a very, very good host. Um, and I'm excited for her for that. 
Um, now, as far as Luffy and Musty, are you familiar with either of those characters? They sound um, like Pokemon. Right. Um, one of them I like looked familiar, but well, Musty Musty is a um, singer actor. Um, uh, dare I say a twink? So I'm excited for him. Uh, and then you have Luffy, who is a blogger and YouTuber who does fashion and style. So a very interesting panel. I think it fits the bill. You're getting everything you need from a, a drag race panel, um, except for diversity. But that just seems like a problem in Belgium. So there's that. The winner will receive 20,000 euros. I don't know what that means in dollars. That's about $20,000. <laughs> right. So they win um, one costume that they got commissioned. Yeah. Low, low budget in the Belgium, but it's okay. Um, depending drag race on, go ahead, go depending ahead. on like the time of year, the conversion, it could be almost 25000 Yeah, <laughs> where it is not getting any it further. It's 20000 uh, plus or minus maybe 5000 <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is the ninth series in the franchise to be non-English speaking and the 11th international installment, if including the Switch. Uh, I still don't know if I include the Switch as part of Drag Race um, Universe, but um, I guess we have to watch Drag Race Universe, whatever that little weird channel is that they're now trying to promote that's free on whatever Tubi, whatever, uh, whatever it's supposed to be. I don't have it. Um, it will be the second series in the Drag Race Universe to be in French. This is the third series to be hosted by a Drag Race alum following Brooklyn Heights for Canvas Drag Race and Nikki Doll for Drag Race France. And rumor has it that Vanessa Van Cartier will be a guest judge for the finale. It was also rumored that she was the other choice to host this series. Interesting. I remember hearing someone say that they had also reached out to Jirigi Derkli because she's Belgian, but she was busy with like being fresh off a season and like doing other important stuff. Right. I, I had heard, I, I had heard that if, somewhere. I think it was mostly screen testing that pushed them over to Rita, which makes yeah. sense. Uh, love Vanessa. She is one of the greatest drag artists who have ever graced drag race. Hosting a show. Not sure she's ready for that yet, but give her time. We'll see. Um, and again, not official, but it appears that the promo look theme was intergalactic space realness. <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, because that video that they filmed, I mean, listen, the budget was there. Um, wish they gave them I some. I don't know money. if it was. Uh, yeah. What do you think it was? What do you think it was? The theme? Yeah. I actually think the theme was Zodiac. Okay, Zodiac. Okay, we can go with Zodiac. I don't know about the theme, but I think they said you have four hours to throw something together. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was like, this looks like it was like a sewing competition. I was like, oh my, like, I don't. Yeah, some of That's them almost how I felt like there was a promo that it went into the Entertainment Weekly for All Stars, the most recent All Stars. Mm -hmm. And it felt like it was their looks for a sewing challenge because it was like, all of them had an individual color and they all like, they just weren't as elevated as their regular looks. And so I was like, what happened that right. they just suddenly were all wearing these? Listen, drag race is expensive. I don't, I don't blame them for wearing whatever they can find in the closet. Um, because this is our first time discussing drag race Belgique, I would love to discuss 
some things I learned about um, the LGBTQ plus community in Belgium. Um, let me share some facts that I found out. According to LGBTQ scholars Bert Eichhout and David Partenot, Belgium is considered a conservative nation, but has developed into one of the world's most progressive and LGBT friendly places. They are the second country after the Netherlands to open civil marriage to same-sex couples in 2003 and granted same-sex couples the right to adopt in 2006. In 1976, they saw the rise of the Red Butterflies, which was a male socialist, feminist, and libertinist group that took to the streets in small-scale but sensualist action. On March 18, 1978, they organized the first Gay Day, which evolved into the annual Gay Pride first held on May 5th, 1979 in Antwerp. Gay Day later evolved into Pink Saturday first held in 1990, which then adopted the English name Belgian, Lesbian, and Gay Pride. Now, in that same year, for the first time in 40 years, the Christian Democratic Party lost the federal election, creating the six-party coalition of Flemish and French-speaking liberals, socialists, and Greens, led by Guy Verschot. This came to be known as the Rainbow Coalition. It allowed for innovation that would advance Belgium's legislation regarding sexual minorities and the LGBT community. There was an anti-discrimination law passed in 20, uh, 2007 prohibiting discrimination on the basis of sexual preference, marital status, political orientation, language, and health status. This the LGBT community from discrimination on the basis of having HIV AIDS. The Gender Recognition Act was established in 2018, but was then started in 2019 because of its binary concept of gender. The Constitutional Court in 2019 agreed there needs to be a third option or no option to identify gender on birth certificates and ID cards. And Petra de Suter was the first out transgender minister in Europe in 2020 as she was appointed Deputy Prime Minister of Belgium. Progress. Um, fun things I learned. Did you know any of it? No. <laughs> like I know, I knew Belgium to be one of the more like progressive countries nowadays. I, I'll be in Belgium next month, not for long, but just for a little bit. Oh yeah, are you gonna go see some drag queens? Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> just because I'm, I'm not going to be in Belgium that long. I'm going to France for spring break to visit a friend. And we're going to Amsterdam on one of the days, but we're going to stop in Brussels and like fuck around for the, or mess around. I don't know if I can curse on there. Listen, um, you can still find these drag queens. I'm sure they're going to be out and about. Well, I don't know about that, um, but they might be. <laughs> if they are, I'll say hi. Hi. Say hi. Well, they may be, be in Amsterdam. I will be in yeah, Amsterdam. <laughs> I might. We'll see more. Cause I'll like be there at night and I'll see it shows, but well, let, let me know. I can, uh, I can let you know if any of my friends from DragCon will be there. Uh, and you can go say hi to them. They were all very, very lovely. The Dutch Queens were amazing. Uh, so are the French Queens though. I only spoke to like three of them. And one of them's a little busy right now. So. <laughs> not that I know anything. Um, anyway. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Never mind. I always love to ask what you want to see out of the season. For me, I just want culture. Give me history. I want to learn about Belgium because that's what I think the international franchises do so well. They integrate what their culture and history is into their drag and their art. What do you want to see? Jenny Boots? I, my favorite thing that has come out of the international seasons are their talent shows because oh, yes. I feel like they are so much more there's so much variety in them versus the talent shows that we get from the u.s seasons yes the talent is spectacular it's wonderful that the u.s queens are doing however the diversity and variety that the 
other countries bring for their their talent shows is just next level. Like the Spain talent show from season so two is still the best episode I think of that came out of 2022. Yeah, that episode uh, right is in, insane. <laughs> so I'm hoping that if they do a talent show challenge, that we get to see like a very by diverse variety coming out of these queens. Absolutely. That's what I'm hoping for. Patricia, <laughs> what do you want? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking for my glasses. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> I, I would like to see... Well, see, the main reason why I'm watching this season is literally just so I can, like, practice my listening comprehension with French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's, that's the main reason for me why I watch international ones and why I can practice. But I think I kind of... I don't know, I just kind of want to see what like Belgian drag is and just kind of yeah. be able to like compare and contrast it. Cause I mean, I know Belgians don't really like it, but Belgium always is constantly compared to having it. Cause it has like three neighbors that are big deal countries like with the, the Netherlands, right. Germany, and France. So I want to see kind of how that, if if it does stick out in a way or if they kind of like fall in different categories, which would be interesting Absolutely. if Drag Race Germany happens, that'd be another comparison just about this whole area what do you mean if it happens you mean when it happens when it happens yeah yeah when it's filming soon all right i would like to see a belgium chocolate and a belgium waffle runway yes i'm an fucking (laughs) american i did that i'm quite sure they will i'm I'm sure someone's sure that if it's not a runway it will be some mini challenge absolutely dunk yourself in chocolate um i'm here for it I like dark chocolate the most. What's your favorite kind of chocolate? Oh, I'm right. Same. I'm I'm a sweet chocolate person, not a bitter one. That's fair. fair. Even though I drink a lot of coffee, I'm not a a bitter chocolate person. Yeah, I don't do dark chocolate. My sister likes dark chocolate on her period, but that's about it. That's I'm like I don't. don't. And you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. All right, so we're going to move into the Meet the Queens. Now, listeners of the podcast, we're doing things a little differently in 2023. To avoid any potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast through predictions, we will go through the cast by Excitement Points TM. Uh, We have given the cast Excitement Points TM from 10 for who we are most excited for and one for the one we are least excited for. I have tallied up the points. We will go from who we are least excited for to who we are most excited for. Um, I am very excited by this list because... Um, there's only one person we are on. The rest we're off and on close, uh, but there's one person we are. My rankings are probably right. Probably, but um, like I said, <laughs> I think maybe this first person I think we're all going to be right on. Um, so, shall we kick it off? Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, no offense to this queen. Uh, we are just not as excited for you as we are for everybody else i gave her one point patricia gave her one point twinkie gave her one point it's amanda tears uh she is 21 from moscron i will give you the bios because i got the bios for my press release as the youngest member of the cast amanda tears is a passionate debutante this trained stylist creates all her outfits from scratch sweet and sensitive she's counting on this adventure to learn and develop her own drag but mind you she won't let anyone seal her place her victory and the second she said um, she's going to develop her drag on the show, I said, yeah, first half. I'm um, not going to wait. 
Previously, her name was Mila Glace, uh, but changed it before going on the show. Again, not sure this queen's ready for the show. Um, she says her drag mixes Jean-Paul Gaultier and Menelier mixed with her cancer side. She wants to show that young people are fearless. She says she is cute, luscious, appealing, and nobody refuses a treat. Her drag is defined her by her being a stylist, and her as a stylist is defined being a drag queen. Um, young people being fearless. Um, let's talk to the young person of this panel. Um, Patricia. I have a lot of, have a lot of um, fear about a lot of things. That's why I'm on Prozac. <laughs> what, 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 what? Why do we have no faith in Miss Amanda's ears? I don't have no faith in her. I just, oh, you saw the, the pictures. <laughs> it's the worst promo photo in the history of Drag Race. I don't, you I mean, saw the pictures. I'm not going to say that all of the photos from this are like, there's not one that's just super spectacular. I feel like they, I'm, I don't know what happened with the the styling or the the production value or whatever happened that it felt very like, yep, this is a first season for this show. Yeah. Even though that we know that there are the caliber of Drag Race as a worldwide phenomenon is up there. This show got the, oh, um, yeah, throw something together. We'll put it back. Like, it's like on. that. I feel like it's more like um open open stage beginners night <laughs> in some like yeah mid mid sized like city of like two hundred thousand in the Midwest. Um, yeah. and this is like first time. Mm, yeah, no. Well, but I so also I, I also don't like ahead, when they say that like I'm coming on to learn. It's like well, that's not the point. No. You should already have learned. Um, I always do a burning question for each queen, then I'll then, whoever wins, I'll share at the end of the season. But my burning question for Amanda is, she is the baby of the bunch, but does she have the presence to stand out in the crowd? I don't know if she does. Um, let's talk about this look. The look is by Francisco Terra and Naomi Cleta. Hair is by Amanda, jewels by Rousey. Um, I mean, she's giving you like nothing on her face. Like if you think Marsha um, pisses off RuPaul, uh, this is the queen that would piss off Rita Vega for wearing no makeup. Um, and then the look itself, it's a mess. There's a reason why they gave her the profile. Right. I mean, going in and looking at the like rest of the photo from her Meet the Queens moment that they've posted on the, the Instagram, the wig is actually styled very nicely. You Listen, the, the face that you just made, yes, it's not big hair. Yes, it's not whatever. If she's going for a youthful, like, woman presenting She could get moment, Botox if she wanted to look youthful. Well. Um, like, <laughs> they have styled this and the way that it moves, it's very, like, you can't see it because of this camera, but the way that it's moving, the way that it's, like, setting if there is some effort that has been put in so it's not that, like my, it's right my well, question is is this her to do anything that's like a rule of physics you gotta are these pigtails or and that's added to her human hair or is this a full-on wig that's 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 her real hair at the base then that's yeah ponytails put on yeah see i haven't like i will be fully transparent i have not gone to look at any of the other looks anything else that they have on their Instagrams individually. Yeah. I'm going solely based on the videos and pictures 
that are on totally, yeah. the Drag Race Belgique Instagram. Um, it's it's just what like I I like that this like dress cape thing has movement. Um, the 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 heels match. They're strappy. They're fun. It's just the white shit she put on her body. It 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 doesn't work. But like, it's not just the white shit that they put on her body. Why are her nipples like bleeding? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's the cancer. Breastfeed after puberty. Yeah, um, twenty-one years old. She's a, she, she, she's a baby. She's learning. Because um, again, this cast is like it has some queens of an old age. Uh, they're old because they're, <laughs> they're all younger than me. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, we're done with that. But I, I think she does represent a very certain new generation of drag and drag race. I don't, um, I don't, I don't and, need that. I don't. She, right. Yeah, she I think that's she what I'm like. Me. Yeah, I think great. I think she thinks she's on the show. Um, I really do think she's going to be the pork chop of Belgique. Well, good for you. I'm going to give so. this look a boot. Oh, I already gave it a boot on your Instagram. So <laughs> you know how I felt. Patricia. I don't think I need to explain myself. The audience. 44% to 56% boot. Uh, and that's Amanda Tears. And I think um, from there, things are going to get interesting. Are you ready to find out who we have next? <sighs> Twinkie yes. Boots here is the highest on this person. Um, both uh, Patricia and I have her right next to Amanda. It is Brittany Von Buddix, uh, 36, originally from France, lives in Mons. No one in Belgium likes wigs as much as Brittany von Bullocks. Does not matter the size, color, or shape. Our beloved queen loves and wears them all. Tender and sweet, Brittany has a great sense of humor that reflects on her drag. Original and independent, she doesn't fear the look of others and stands for what she believes in. All right, Twinkie Boots. Um, four. Four points for her. Why? Um, going through and watching her video for Meet the Queens... Mm-hmm. I felt that she seemed to have a little bit more of a comedic edge and was more yes. re- like ready to play into what Rita successfully did on her season. Yes. And I felt like Rita would take her under her wing and she would go a little further. That's kind of where my excitement point went with it. I also kind of thought she gives me um, many cooper vibes. i was literally gonna say that yes it's mini cooper and absolutely so i was like maybe she's gonna be kind of the villain of this oh don't let Minnie hear you say that uh she's gonna well, yell at me well Minnie will yell at me anyway it'll be fun <laughs> um but like um, yeah. that's just kind of the edit that i am projecting or thinking that she's going to get because she reminds me so much of her I can definitely see that. Uh, Patricia, what are your thoughts on Brittany? Because you and I both, two points. I I don't have a good thought. I mean, that wig is just awful. It's shake and go. It is a party. Not only shake is it shake and go, it's like sewn in like a circle. Like where all so the hair just to starts from party. one dot. And like you can see the one dot on top of her head where it all comes. It doesn't even have like a like that's not how hair look, looks. Yeah. I've had a wig like that one time when I started drag. And I you know where I bought that wig from? Where? The Halloween aisle at Walmart. Whoop. 
Yeah. Um, and right. that's what I think is interesting because my burning question for Brittany is her drag is a bit messy, but that may be the aesthetic. Will her lack of polish be made up by her humor? And I think that's the thing that might save her is she is very quirky. And from what I've seen on her social media, this is deliberate. Like she is deliberately supposed to give this aesthetic off. And we've certainly seen that. <laughs> it's fair. We, we, we've seen some queens try to do that on Drag Race, but when it comes to um, the competition, polish is always going to win out. And I think this is going to be her problem. That being said, I think personality is going to save her, but there's just more queens I'm more excited about. And that's what I, yeah. I, I fear for her. I just was personally um, offended by the wig and by her makeup. It really offended me. Let's let's talk about it. The look is by Brittany. Corset by Lucas Antunes. Hair also by Brittany. So I, can tell. Um, I say by Brittany. She probably bought it. Um, the hair is terrible, but the look itself is very captivating it's weird and it's quirky but it's styled in a way that like at least it has some originality to it if that makes sense it's got an idea um i would never want to see it as i mean she has more makeup on her eyes than amanda had on her entire face true (laughs) i have on make more makeup right now than amanda had on her face (laughs) all i have is leftover glitter from last night I, I, I think I like the color story because I love a soft pink with silver. I always think it's a really fun story. If we are going for like this futuristic space galactic theme, she's definitely serving you that. Um, that rose style thing on her shoulder is interesting. I could have lost the pearls. I don't know why they're there. And then that like random bit of silver within the tool, again, could have lost that. Um, a lot of editing could have been done on this look. But I, 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 I'm just intrigued by first impression. I, there's again, eight more people I'm more excited about, but don't count her out for going far. Cause I think her humor is going to, no, be I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to count her out. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I'm going to give this look a very soft two. I think I booted it because of the wig. That's fair. That's fair. Patricia. Uh, it, like I'm gonna boot it in the context of as a like as a promo look, but if this was like a you have like five hours to sew your own thing, I'd say oh good job right. But right. the fact if that this like was a this sewing is for, challenge like, look, but this this is the first thing you're bringing and like that no like if this because you're supposed to show like some of your best stuff when you're doing a promo because you won't be able to like be on your side and like that I just don't yeah it's first I guess if she's originally from good. France I guess. They didn't cast her on Drag Race France. And she said, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go north. Yeah. Um, the audience. 63% to 37% boot. Yeah, they had a little more faith in her. Um, but at least her name's fun. Brittany Von Bullocks. Bullocks. I'm going to get to say Bullocks a lot. Just fun. Bullocks. Bullocks. All right, let's move on. Are you Not ready? a lot, because she's going to be gone soon. <laughs> That's very possible. Are you ready for a next queen? All right. Um, we're a little um, divisive on this one. Patricia had her at six. I had her at four points and Twinkie at two points. Um, from the city of Liege, it's Peach, 23 years old. Um, Peach is one of the many young queens who grew up watching RuPaul's Drag Race while secretly dreaming to be a part of it. Passionate about beauty and fashion, she developed great makeup and sewing skills on her own. 
an introvert by nature, Peach reveals herself when she embraces her fierce and sexy drag, and she'll make sure you watch no one else but her. Uh, she calls herself Peach because, like the fruit, she's sweet and has soft skin. She describes herself as sexy and is always the belle of the ball, and her strengths are dancing, sewing, and hair. Um, Patricia, you're the highest. Six points for her. Why, do you, why are you high on Peach? I don't know. I think because there was, she kind of was in like the, like the middle of the pack for me, but of the, mm-hmm. and then I went back and of the ones who were kind of in the middle of the pack, I guess I, I liked her Meet the Queens the most. Fair, I felt fair. like she seemed like she's, it's interesting to sense that she's talented at makeup because I, I don't know about that, but I, I, I think she's interesting and I like her more than six other people. Other queens. So my burning question for her is Peach gives off that aura of I'm a young skinny beauty queen. Will that be her downfall in a cast that has a bit more quirkiness to it? Um, she very much gives me that like minty drop vibe, like look and wear anything I want and still be beautiful because I am skinny. Speaking of skinny, Twinkie Boots, uh, where, where do you lie on <laughs> Um, what dropped her down for me was her Meet the Queens talking about how her strengths were hair. Yes. And chose that wig for <laughs> right? the promo. Because... It's the first lace front we've seen so far. Yes. <laughs> However, the, like, the tinsel wigs, I don't love tinsel wigs. And there's, like, you can see the tinsel that's just, like, woven mm-hmm. in, and I... I was like, oh, this just makes it look cheap. And it probably wasn't, but it looks it because of the way it's styled. And like, I just wasn't, I just wasn't a fan. And I felt like she was going to be like the kind of like cocky young queen that thinks that she's the, the, the shit, but she didn't give off like a Sagittaria or a Crystal Versace kind of, like youthful strength to me she gave off like more of a i i am gonna give off a false confidence because i need that in order to like just prove them wrong about anything that they may say about me i can see that i can definitely see it um i do not know who made her hair because it was not listed but her look is by jean nagowiski nails by pazizimja um we're learning we're trying we're trying um i don't know about this look i'm very very confused by it um because it looks like it's ripped but it's not ripped like those cutouts are deliberate but they're cut out in a way that it's just i don't know it doesn't it feels weird and then why does she have three balls on her shoulder yeah the the ornaments don't really make sense to me i like the dress itself like, I think the cutouts and the deliberate cutouts are kind of fun because it's a little different shape than, like, we would normally see. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can go with that, yeah. But the 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 balls just don't make any sense. It's the balls. I think the, the but balls But it also maybe it it's like... something to, like, if it's, like, a Zodiac thing and she was, like, a Pisces, it was, like, her being water and yeah. whatnot. But I don't know. I think the balls look like they are design challenge, but the balls being silver and then having the um, extra fabric being gold, just like, doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't work. Well, it's supposed to look like it's the extension of her hair. Yeah, not going to buy that. <laughs> Patricia, 
hear this? Mm. You're it bored. is what it is. <laughs> um, her makeup's pretty. It's Very generic. Bad. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's generic skinny white twink drag makeup. She didn't really blend very well, uh, and I guess in Belgium or I guess it's in Europe in general, they still really like thin brows. Yeah, they do. It's a thing. Um, it just looks like like I could probably do that makeup in probably twenty minutes. Probably, yeah. She it's it's a very very soft um, beat. It's, it's giving you woman, um, and I think that's kind of the vibes she goes for. Well, good for her. I'm gonna give this like a soft two because I think it's at least better than others. Right. I'm like, I like the dress. I don't love the accessories or hair. Yeah. I'm so just it's not like also sure. Kind of like a mid dude. Yeah, I'm just not sure that I can see her succeeding on a television program. Like, she probably is a great drag artist outside of Drag Race, but I'm just not sure I'm buying her yet. But I've been proven wrong. I've definitely been proven wrong. So, yeah, soft toot for me. I'll agree with that. Same. Like, I mean, it just, if it was. If I didn't see everybody else's, I would probably say like, oof, no, but like compared to the others, you know. Yeah, Twinkie. Thanks are kind of low over there. Uh, I was like, I already said. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of middle on this. Like I'm, yeah. what's the yeah. what's the middle between a toot and a boot? Just confused. That's a move. Audience, 56% toot, 44% boot. So very mixed as well. All right, moving on. Uh, I think we're getting to the part of the cast that um, we have a little more promise in. People were kind of excited about. Um, this person, I had at six points. Twinkie had six points. Um, she drops down here because Patricia had three points for her. <laughs> it is Edna Sorgelson from Laige. Um, she is the mythical figure of the Brussels drag scene. Edna Sorgelson is a very bubbly and witty drag queen. Socially engaged in the LGBTQIA plus community, she leads story times where she reads inclusive fairy tales to children in order to raise awareness on gender identity and promote tolerance. Exuberant, noisy, and a little bit crazy, our dear Edna is also terribly endearing. Um, she is the drag mother of fellow contestant Atina Sorgolikis and the drag sister of fellow contestant Mademoiselle Bou. She is elegant, bourgeois, and sometimes a little quirky. And she's a singer, and her weakness is a buffet. And that is what I was like, oh, I feel seen. She gives me, like, the way she paints reminds me or at least from this promo gives me very scarlet bobo vibes uh -huh, uh -huh. i'm a i loved scarlet so yes. that's why i have her so high because i was like if she can paint like this for the promo i feel like she can put turn some looks and turn some things for the show now my burning question for her is edna is quirky but doesn't quite have winner vibes will she fall victim to the fifth place comedy queen slot and i have this gut feeling she might she just is, she, she's giving me that cracker, Vendelacram, Jackie Cox vibe where she's fun. She's going to give you a good time, but she's not going to win this first time out. Right. I but feel she like she's, that. she's good TV, but she's maybe not got it all for the show. Patricia, what do you think of Edna? I don't like her makeup. It made me mad. <laughs> why did it make you mad? Why, it why made me mad because I was like, it doesn't match. 
Like the hair is a dark blue. Why should you do light blue? And it just, it's throwing me off. I don't know. Well, I guess the light blue I matches. Been the, I haven't been impressed by anybody's makeup, really, from That's this. Fair. I guess the light blue is kind of matching the blue sleeves she's got going on. Um, yeah, she's got like, a whole team here for her design. You have to really focus. You're going to wear hair that's not like a natural color. You have to really focus and make sure your brows match that. And it's like, I had, That's fair. That's fair. Blend a little bit of like a black or a brown in it, and it would make it, if you don't have that color eyeshadow, you can like. I mean, her the, the brows that she did paint on are kind of veering into that darker blue. Um, but again, we're going very, very thin brow here. Um, the look is by Adam Halu. Hair is by Lulu Velvet. And jewels by Philippe Descamp. Um, this look is very interesting because I can't tell if she is a skinny mini or if she is huge because that is just a fucking lot of fabric. Yeah, I didn't have a I didn't have a good reaction to that outfit. I um, no, I don't. And that's the thing I did. I think this is so cool and different because I've never seen a drag artist wear something like this and still turn it out. And they, like, and they, can, and they don't have to. <laughs> it's that peekaboo shoulder that I'm like that is kind of cool. Twinkaboo, what do you think? I I actually really liked this. I'm pretty sure this is one of the few that I I tooted because mm-hmm. I. I thought it was a little, it was so much more innovative than a lot of things that we see a lot of drag queens wear on these promos. Like I'm, the, the just like, yes, we've, we've lost a bit of her neck with this high collar, but the way that she utilizes it in the video and things like yeah. that, she, she finds a way to model it still. And if any, so if like standing watched... there in a photo, it's a little long. If anyone has watched the Traders UK, uh, this is giving me Claudia Winkleman um, uh, turtleneck vibes where you can barely even see her face because it's eaten by the turtle. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this is really interesting. It's giving me like space goddess of some planet. I don't know what planet it is, but she, like if you put her in a sci-fi movie, I'd believe it. Um, and oh. Again, if that's what they're going for, she, she succeeds. She, um, like she got wrapped up by a bunch of fabric and then just kind of like stuck some pins in it and like it doesn't look which is also very possible um that's what I'm i doing. guess it's the styling being unique and having that like little peekaboo and even the sleeve and the blue it's it there there is intent to it um about that i i there's something about her i'm excited about i i i think she's going to do decently well um she does give me kind of rita vega vibes as well um, I think the two of them will vibe. Um, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. And again, plot lines, we've got some family in this cast. You know they're going to probably try to make that happen. So if you got a storyline and you, you might make it further than most people will think. So I think she'll do well. I'm going to get it sunk into. I already tuted it. <laughs> It's a no from me, coach. All right. Well, um, you're definitely in the minority here. The audience, 78% to 22% boot. Oh, God. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Next up. Um, Patricia and I had this person pretty low. And she's in this position <laughs> because Twinkie Boots put her with nine excitement points. It's Drag Coin. Um, Queen, I'm not sure how we're saying it yet. Um, drag Quen. Drag Quen, uh, 24 years old from Brussels. Drag Quen is a trained actress known for her powerful performances and her incredible sense of fashion and makeup. As a member of the collective Not Allowed, which defends and supports trans performers, she represents the political form of drag. Now, according to the wiki, 
Quen is a piece of meat that resulted from cutting the vertical branches of the mandible without the fat and rind corresponding. Drag Quen is a vegan, but her tagline is, I don't eat meat, but you'll eat me. She is also allegedly known for naked drag. Um, but then in the Meet the Queen, she says her drag is three words, epic, quality, and art, or bacon. And now I'm just fucking confused about everything. Um, she takes her inspiration here and there from others to make them perfect on her. Which now gets to where my burning question is for her and why I'm a little confused. She's got the confidence to take from others, but will she have the originality to be crowned? I don't know how original she is if she's just borrowing from other people, Twinkie Boots. Why? Why? why nine? Not points? Yes. And here's why. Yes, please. <laughs> so, um, really caught my attention. And what really stood out to me and made me excited was that she was a drag queen that was pulling in and keeping a lot of her masculine features and masculine things and melding them together. The hairy legs, the hairy armpits, the hairy chest, like all still visible in this promo look was something that was different and interesting, but still done in a way that seemed deliberate, not lazy. Mm, And I was, then I started to zoom in on the makeup and I was like these little lines and these contacts and the, yes, the very thin eyebrows, they're still there, but they're done in the same way that the rest of the lines are done off of her face. And I was just like, this is a very cool and interesting look. And I liked it and it made me excited. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, Patricia, what is your thought on drug coin? She just reminds me of somebody I know who I don't like that I'm not going to say a name of. Someone in DC? Yes. Oh, that's an offline conversation. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. And, look and like what they think they're giving is kind of like reminds me of people I don't care for. And I think that's the vibe that I was getting as well is that I think she thinks she is the shit and I don't know if she has proven it quite yet. Um, she's another one from Brussels and it seems like Brussels is the capital for... Um, drag in belgium though it is a very um diverse cityscape for this cast um the look is by jamie aris nails by diva more uh diva more nails um she's giving me zombie cave woman in pink but those those fucking heels are so cool they're so cool and even though she's in like a shake and go wig i still think it's like deliberate and looks like it's at least had a comb run through it okay that's fair that's definitely fair <laughs> um i don't know her face is kind of also giving me a little bit of um sharing needles maybe it's the contacts it could be it could be the contacts it might be um contact. yeah I don't know. patricia i can see that face i can see the face is like nah i just keep looking at her <laughs> I don't know. I just, it just looks very um, low budget. Yeah, it, again, it, it's, I can't quite understand what the look is trying to, but it's the fabrics and the textures and the it placement looks like she's of trying items. trying to be like, ooh, I'm all grunge and like, yeah. All, she looks like she would say that all drag is valid. All drag is valid. All drag is I not good. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. And and again, like going back to what you said, Twinkie Boots, about the masculine features, like she definitely has that masculine jaw. Like that is definitely a jaw of a male person. Um, and she's not afraid to showcase it. Yeah, body hair in Europe uh, in drag is very much a thing. Very, very, very much a thing. Um, probably has more body hair than the two of you combined. I know that's the fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give this look a boot. How dare you? I'm going to agree. <laughs> well, gonna... I chewed it because I think the the shoes, the nails, the the details and accessories that she's put into this, I think are much more interesting than a lot of the other probos. And so I toot it for that reason. That's fair. Um, the audience agreed with you. 59% to 41% boot. You're a weird audience. I know. All right, next <laughs> up. They're going to be the is... ones listening to this. <laughs> next up, um, this time it's myself and Twinkie Boots uh, agreeing and Patricia going high on this person. It is Valenciaga, who is 26 years old from Ghent. Ghent. Um, like her Flemish sister, Susan, Valenciaga is also the fruit of love of a Walloon for a Flemish girl. Um, raised as a perfect bilingual, she has set up her luggage in Flanders, where she explores the drag scene. Her acute sense of fashion and attention to details will no doubt guarantee us some iconic and unforgettable looks. Beware, a new luxury brand queen is born. Her name is in homage to Cristobal Balenciaga, creator of the brand Balenciaga. Cristobal died in Valencia, serving as inspiration for their drag name. Uh, they're a fashion queen with the strengths being looks and makeup. Um, they are trans non-binary. Um, so their pronouns, I believe, are they, them, according to the wiki. Um, but according to the press release, they use she. So we will find out officially when we watch the show. Um, and Valenciaga is part of the drag house known as the House of Cons Consent. All right, um, let's let's start off with Miss Patricia. What what are your thoughts on Valenciaga? Why are you so high with Valenciaga? I mean, compared to everybody else, I think she did a good job. I like her makeup. I like mm -hmm. the hair. It's drag going on. They're giving you drag. I like the idea behind her dress, but. Uh, don't know. I just don't know. I just don't think that's right for, for a promo. Come on now. But there wasn't hardly anybody that I, I think really for, did for something that was like promo worthy. Um, oh. But I like the idea and I like how she kind of seems to. I mean, some lip liner wouldn't hurt. But other than that, I think her makeup is done in a way that she kind of knows what she's doing and kind of knows. Yeah, the I, brush a little bit. Not I definitely think she's she stands out makeup wise, um, where it's more distinct than some of the others. My burning question for her is: she's a bit reserved, but her fashion is out of this world. Will she be able to showcase it long enough, or will her lack of camera presence knock her out early? Uh, what do you think, Twinkie Boots? Um, so part of the reason why I had her as low as I did was I didn't love the fit of what she's wearing i think what she's wearing is a cool idea but like as if she's saying that her strength is styling it's not showcasing or showing any body shape and sure. it's on the flip side of 
um, Edna as being so volume and like voluminous that it was interesting. This one just seemed like she got it and she had lost weight since it had been made kind of situation. Okay, I, see that. Um, I think her makeup is beautiful. I like the hair. It's giving me like space Winifred Sanderson and the nails are cool. Like I think the, the elements are there. It was just what lowered her down was I didn't love that she had all this confidence in her styling of like her styling skill and then came out with that as the promo book. That's fair. Now the look is by Cass de Kaiser, hair by Valenciaga, nails by Pierre Turki de Chonet. Um, yeah, because I, I I want it to be form-fitting and I want it to be very um, classically drag, but she's giving you more of like the bell-bottom um, and I'm not sure what like the patches are representing. That being said, I think the cape is supposed to be the trans flag, um, though I think they might have enhanced the pink a little bit to make it purple to fit the full promo look a little bit. That could be because I do see the blue and I do see the white. That's my thought there. But um, yeah, I think she's definitely got a very unique aesthetic. It's one of my um, of, of this group, I would say is one of the better looks because at least there's purpose to it. Um, like you said, that hair, those nails, um, she, she knows what she's doing. Um, but I would love to know the story behind this look because I think there is a story. I'll give it a two. I booted it because I didn't like the 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 fit, but Patricia, it is a cool concept. It's mm-hmm. just where are you going with it, Patricia? I mean, I guess I'll I'll toot it, but like not that much. Just compared to everybody else, because if I'm like relative to everybody else speaking, then like yeah, it's good, but just not. I mean, I never really was only one person from the cast that I think had a good promo look. Well, the audience here is 72% to 28% boot for Valenciaga. Um, next up. All right, let's talk about her. I'm high on her. Patricia's very high on her. Twinkie is low on her. Uh, it is someone that I just want to say their name all the time because it is just so fucking fun. Mademoiselle Boop. Uh, 37 years old uh, from Brussels. She is the proud entrepreneur of a well-renowned cabaret. Mademoiselle Boop has over the years become the queen of Brussels nightlife. Starting from nothing, she has built her own empire where she now helps new talent emerge, elegant and discreet, but also terribly smart. Mademoiselle Boop's intriguing profile might give the other contestants serious trouble. Um, So my burning question is she is the queen of Brussels, but does that title guarantee a victory? Based on the look i'm gonna say absolutely fucking not um but we have seen legacy queens in early seasons of drag race do fairly well not all of them win um but i could see her doing well and someone sneaking up behind her because they just have a little more spark um i liked her she knows who she is that video was very very strong um Patricia, what are your thoughts on Mademoiselle Boo? Because you gave her nine. Um, well, the outfit I thought could have been better, but I kind of, I don't know, I just feel like it's been elevated a bit more, but um, I am a little not happy with how her eyebrows are blue, but her hair is black. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me. But other than that, I kind of 
got the feel from her Meet the Queens that she kind of knows what she's doing more. Like she's kind of a more, I guess, veteran queen. I can kind of, I got yeah. the sense that she kind of has that, has a lot more experience under her belt and kind of knows more of the ropes and stuff. And I always like seeing more of that because I feel like drag race nowadays is just people who've been doing it two and a half years and they get on and don't really know what's going on. So I always like there to be a few people in the cast who like, or at least a few who like know what, who are older and know what's going on. Now she is the drag sister, fellow contestant Edna. Her drag is elegant, glamorous, sublime, and she is inspired by Broadway musicals, the punk universe and Bjork. And that makes a lot of sense based on what we're seeing here. Uh, but Twinkie Boots, um, you are not here for this alien actress about to take over. <laughs> I went back and forth with where I was placing her and Brittany because I felt like the two of them as comedy, like they they gave off very comedy queen and I didn't feel like they're... I thought in a, and it was going to come down to like the two of them in the challenge mm-hmm. and one would stay, one would go kind of situation. Yeah. And in my head, I thought in her Meet the Queens video, Brittany was a little bit more charming mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where that would keep her in the competition a little longer. And that's the only reason that she bumped up above her because they were interchangeable for me. I didn't think either of them had like very elevated, great looks from the promo, but the things that they said didn't really excite me either. Now, obviously in Europe, the cabaret drag scene is very, very prominent. It's definitely something that is probably the focal point of drag in Europe. Um, And for her to have a well-known uh, cabaret I think she definitely is experienced I'm I don't know who knew her beforehand I'm sure we'll get to know that episode one um, but she just does seem like she is the like the Sharon of this cast like she's the one that you're going to respect because of what she's done before um, the look is by Lulu Velvet Jules by Eve is sick of Adam um great company name (laughs) yeah right Uh, i just am very confused by this look i am someone who is like not a big fan all the time of like a belt or a corset an exposed corset but i'm like please fucking put one on here uh give me some body shape i'm not sure if she's giving you like grecian goddess of space if it is zodiac i'm what zodiac sign and again we're conflicting colors here with the gold shoes and the silver accessories like I, I'm not, I, I don't get it. There's just a lot of fabric here. You both could probably fit in all that fabric. <laughs> At the I same see time. what she was, go- <laughs> she was trying to do. And what is it? Tell me, help me out here. She, I think she was trying to go for like kind of like a Greek flowy, like goddessy looking thing. I just don't know. I mean, the color is gorgeous. It's just. Flat. I just feel like it could have been elevated more. I wouldn't, if it was me, I wouldn't have picked, I, I probably wouldn't have picked purple, but you could pick purple. This would have been my first choice, but I think it could have been like maybe more of like lacy or like more, or more shimmery, like maybe like a satin would have looked a lot better. Yeah, than like. absolutely. No, you're exactly right. I think it needed some shimmer because again, this is drag. Like you got to make an example. Got, like, her face has enough, has some like stuff going on. You, it'd be nice to see that carried down. Absolutely. Yeah. I just I'm going to give it a boot. Eyebrows are blue. That's just, I don't understand why they're blue. Um, we'll, we'll ask her. Uh, I'm going to give it a boot. Maybe it's a family thing, her and Edna. Maybe. Whatever, maybe. 
<laughs> I also am going to give it a boot. I'll give it a two as for in comparison to everybody else. Well, the overall, audience has exactly given us the percentage here. 33% toot, 67% boot. There we go. All right. So I have to share this. Um, based on our points. Our top three is a, is a tie. <laughs> no, um, our second and third is a tie. Um, but we're going to go in reverse alphabetical order. And also because I have this person at eight, the next person at nine. So we're going to go in my order. Um, but this person is 35 years old. From Brussels, Mokobone. With her lovely smile and beautiful glitter beard, Mokobone is an enchanting creature. Born in Colombia and adopted by Belgian parents, she puts a smile on everyone's face everywhere she goes. Former dancer of the Maurice Bejar Ballet, she will effortlessly manage to hook you up with her many reveals. All right, so she is adopted from Colombia. She can dance and has a lot of energy and creativity. In three words, she is fabulous, great, and never seen before, which is not three words. Uh, she brings the shock factor, and she is the eighth bearded queen to compete on Drag Race franchise following Madame Madness, Leticia Labama, Vanity Devon Dash, La Big Berta, Halal Bay, Danny Beard, and Joffrey. She is the diversity hire of the season in an assortment of ways. Can Mokobane continue the success of the bearded queens? I think she can, but Twinkie Boots. Um, She's, she, she, she's your winner pick or your 10 points excitement pick. She is my 10 excitement because I, A, the look is so much more elevated than over half the cast. Um, there's a lot more like effort and interest put in there. Bearded queens sometimes will get put into two various camps. They'll either be put into like over the top, super polished or like, a visual standpoint and an edit of being lazy. And I feel like what she's put forth and what she's showing is a level of taste that is very elevated. And because of that, I feel like we will see her in the finale. Yeah. Um, and now I'm, I'm very fearful that this is a situation of I'm going to look amazing right now because I'm not going to last long. Um, but I hope that's not the case because I'm very, very excited by what she's going to bring. Um, also love to see, uh, I think officially our second Colombian queen in the Drag Race franchise following Adriana. Um, Patricia, what are your thoughts on Mokabene? I think she's definitely more elevated than everybody else, but I don't know if it was all like, I just feel like her outfit's a lot going on. There's a lot. But I can see that the idea was elevated a lot more than everybody else. But I just feel that between like her hair and her makeup and her eyes, just a lot happening. Um, but I think her personality seemed fine. Yeah. I mean, she's look, her look is by Noel Verhardin, hair by Wigs by Golgi, nails by Mokabene Bonnet. Um, I'm just really kind of slightly aroused by like the play of masculinity and femininity going on with this look like that's like that face is butch queen realness but then you're looking at the full fucking glitter beard which is amazing um it's matching the silver hair and then you have like this this look which is like so glam rock but like very classic i don't even know how to describe it it's like if Marie Antoinette was a punk rock band. Yeah. 
it's it's so fascinating i'm very very intrigued i mean those fucking boots those are not uh, uh performance boots those are uh take a look at me and i'm going to go sit down um what do you mean they're not performance boots oh fuck you, you she could dance in that i could dance in that yes yeah, see those i forgot you're a dancer, you're a dancer. <laughs> I um it was like she is a dance queen specific- she is showing um hold on i have to look at them again but i'm pretty sure i have that high yes do you have the specific pair with the uh, silver? Um, no. Stiletto? Oh, I don't. I wish. Oh, God, you need them. I wish. Um. I, yeah. I don't know. There's. Just, I'm. I'm very intrigued by Mokobene. Um. Well. Um. um yeah. Greg Setless last season on uh, was in listen, boots that were even higher. <laughs> listen, that's a whole different house of drag. We we when we talk about um uh, those queens, uh, they just don't know what um gravity is. Uh, so they can do a lot of things <laughs> someone else can do. Um, yeah, this is probably one of my, if not my favorite look of the promos. I'll give it a toot. Absolute toot. I'll toot it. Um, audience, 94% toot, 6% boot. Uh, I'm very excited for their story. I really, really do hope we learn about um, the adoption from Columbia because um, if it's in the press release, it usually means it's going to be a storyline. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hear um, their experience in um, Belgium as a Colombian, um, because after watching Drag Race France, we know um, if you're in, from a Spanish-speaking country, you're not taken seriously. Let's hope it's different here. But yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think so either. We're, 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 we're hopeful. We're hopeful, optimistic. All right. Uh, so tying with her. It is Atina Sorgalekis, uh, 27 years old from Brussels. Atina is the new sensation of Belgian drag. She's the happy drag daughter of Edna. As proud representative of the RuPaul generation, she is the fierce ambassador of modern drag based on conceptual and edgy looks. Um, she says she is a goddess and the magic drag queen. Her drag is fierce, fashionable, and always a bit vulgar. She has no filter is, and is a fighter. Um, I have a burning question for her. Athena is has entered the villain era and she seems to embrace it. Can a villain be crowned the first drag superstar of Belgium? Um, I have her at nine. I'm very high on her. The two of you have her at seven points. Um, Patricia, what are your thoughts on Athena? I think her makeup might be my favorite or my six, mm-hmm. toward the top. Um, but nobody's giving me anything like unique really but i like how i like the whole concept um i liked her personality pretty good but then also i think because in the meet the queens she came right after amanda tears so i was like oh thank god (laughs) yes that's very that very very that which i was like god they really shouldn't have alphabetical order because they really put miss girl first in that video and i was like ooh, am i sure i want to watch this season but anyways, um, the only thing that I don't love is I don't, I feel like that would be better if she didn't have that like lacy thing on the front. Mm-hmm. Or it was maybe a different color. Because I feel like it's making her like waist look bigger and her like bust and hips look small. Like it's, it's going. Right. Yeah, the, the panel doesn't just come in. If it was yeah. like a purple, I also, but I also just don't even think it's needed. I agree. I think the paneling is not necessary. I know it's pulling into the cape a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Uh, so this it looks look better is by... in the video on the little, yes. like, that third. Slide. Yeah, it, it moves better. a lot better. 
Yeah. Uh, the look is by side, it looks better because I can tell it's kind of like a corsety type situation. Yeah, the look is by Kajol at heart. Um, yeah, that hair, uh, the Boulet brothers would like it. Uh, Twinkie Boots, what do you think of Atina? I love the hair, actually. I think it's cool and different because it's mm-hmm. so much different than all of the other wigs that we've seen from any of the other queens for this promo. And so it stood out a lot for that. She kind of gives me, um, like, a uh, Mama Queen or a um, Sminty Drop or, like, just a very, like, fashion-forward kind of look. Interesting. I I put her in a box more of My Little Pony and Kitty Minaj. Interesting. Okay. See, I don't know any of their, like, performance background, so I just know, like, what I'm going on based on the look and that's what they fair, talked about fair. in the thing. And they give me a very, like, mama queen aesthetic and mixed with like sminty drops like makeup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know if she's greek but her name is greek and so i'm assuming she has some kind of greek in her and greek men are known for being really attractive so i think that's given her a couple extra points for me so you think she's gonna be the trade of the season well i didn't i, I think it's either gonna be them or um drag quen <laughs> Yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm very I'm not excited. Really looking past the makeup on anybody because I'm too busy focusing on how awful it usually is. <laughs> but I just like saw like Athena is a real then if, if well also with Edna Sorgelson, that's some that's Swedish. And then she took the last name and made it Greek, which makes me think that maybe she's Greek, or maybe she just wants to keep like the Greek goddess kind of look thing. But uh Greeks are just, I mean, we all saw Pythia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Greeks are I love. I love there's it. a reason there's a reason why I always enjoy my time in Astoria. Bloop. There it is. Uh yeah, I'm very excited by her. I I think um I hope she does well. I hope she does well. Um this look is really unique. It's different. I will give it a two. Also two. <laughs> yeah. Audience 72% toot, 28% boot. All right. Friends, if you have done the math, you know who's left. Um, and I am so excited. This is almost 10 across the boards, but we got a 10, 10, 8. Uh, it is Susan, 26 years old from Ghent, uh, born to a Walloon father and a Flemish mother. Susan is the quintessential Belgian girl, perfectly fluent in both French and Dutch. She navigates easily between the two communities. Inspired by her mother, she created an exquisite old school character, a character so funny and lovable that you will undoubtedly fall for her and call her auntie. Now, her full name is Susan from Grinder. She was inspired by Susan from uh, Karen from Finance, but like Britta and Jan, she had to simply go by Susan due to trademark branding. Um, her strengths are comedy, and she is a mix of old school drag and new generation. I am so fucking excited. Like, just the name alone. Like, Susan from Grinder is great, but just the fact that we're going to only have to call her Susan, which is my I'm mom's name. I'm they... Because I, I bet if they reached out to Grinder, they would let they would be like, oh yeah, sure. And Grinder, they're like, like, they're like we will take right. They will take the publicity. I'm sure. Because I know if it was like American Drag Race, they 100 would. But I think maybe it's just Belgium's kind of not really on their radar. But I, I mean, this was really the only. All the other times I was saying like, there's only one person whose look I thought looked like a good promo look, and I was like, I don't see. I think it's hers. I'm. I wish I, I don't know. Going to the bottom half, but I was like, that look. It looks. It leaves something to, it tells me enough about her, but it also leaves me like wondering. And also right. her makeup, I think is the best of everybody else. Just based, based on this oh. one. Thing, but. 
Now, yeah, just I based agree. on I think her makeup, the blue yeah, face, based on the way that it's structured, it looks like she's kind of it's it's more. Everybody else is just doing like the bare minimum, except for a few. But it looks yeah. like she's kind of elevated a different way, and she knows. Yeah, based know, on I, what I saw, first impressions, I was like, okay, this is someone who I can vibe with. There's something about her that I resonate with. And then watching the Meet the Queens is when she said she's a mix of old school drag and new generation. I was like, yeah, that's the kind of drag that I'm very excited by nowadays. My brain question for her is Susan has the best name and seems to have the full package that is right up Rita Baga's alley. Will she get a notification on Griner that she is zero feet away from victory? What do you think, Twinkie Boots? Do you write that one yourself? <laughs> I do. Oh, I surely do. Oh, my. Because I... My final three or my finale, I really thought was going to be Susan, uh, Mocha Bonet, uh, Bonet, and uh, either Athena or Drag Queen. Like yeah. that was my top three or my final three for the finale. And so there was just something about her that like screamed, oh, you're going all the way to the end. Just like Mocha did. It's the confidence. It's the confidence that she brought in this Meet the Queens. Well, it's not only the confidence, it's just the the fact that what she has presented backs up that confidence. Because they yes. all had their moments of confidence in their Meet the Queens moment, or like in their videos. But what we saw, like that headpiece is such a like camp D-list, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like sci-fi movie that yeah. it's perfect. It is so good. The look is by E. Dune. Um, it's metallic. It's it's intergalactic. It's stupid. It's campy. It, it's drag. Like, this is what I'm excited by. And even just, like, the little tendrils that are coming out of her fucking tits. Like, this is so stupid. I'm, I just I, wish I'm there was excited. more at the bottom. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, um, I'm just, like, if I were to have done something like this, which, I mean, octopus is kick-ass. They're pretty cool. Um, mysterious creatures, I would have kind of taken more of a gown approach with it and had like big fun like lay like extra like tentacles come off the bottom to kind of make it look like like you got like eight legs. Yeah. I would have kind of had it but I mean I mean it gives a different like it kind of should, gives more. I think that's the newer school would be something like this but I mean i that's the only thing I would have changed is I would have had more going at the bottom or maybe some more tentacle focusing down there. But overall, I was like, yeah, this is it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I like even just again, like going harkening back to what you said about the makeup. It's so detailed, yet it looks effortless. It could be more detailed, but yeah, I think in Europe in particular, the drag isn't as like the makeup I've noticed with like just European drag in general is usually a bit more toned down. So like for European drag, she's really like doing that. I like the big makeup set, which I like. Um, I, I will be very disappointed if she goes out early. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. this was what captured me from the cast reveal. Um, and, and yeah, she's 26. She's, she's in that uh, Rue Re um, revelation uh, she she is she's part of this generation of new drag. Generation, but also, yeah. She she's 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 there. I mean, I think she seems like someone who could be the the spokesperson for Drag Race Belgique season one. How old is she? Twenty six. Twenty six. I don't know. I, 
maybe I, for some reason I think maybe her name is Susan, but I just like get. That's what's so funny and can't be about it, Susan. Look, if I didn't hear that, I was thinking like late thirties, early forties. I mean, she did say many things. Like it could be Suzanne. Um, so we'll see how it's officially pronounced by Rita Vega. Uh, but in right French, now, it's Suzanne. That's how they'd say it. But yeah, and that. But in English, right now, we're still going to call her Susan because it's just funny. It's so funny. <laughs> um, could have you imagine her name Suzanne? Do I call Susan. Just could you could you imagine RuPaul and introducing a queen named Susan? It would be stupid. Just like when Brooklyn Heights had to say Irma Gerd. Like it's the same stupidity, and I'm so excited. Uh, Irma Gerd. Beth too. Beth. Oh man, Patricia. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a beautiful name. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that was name. why I chose it the first thing because I thought it was silly. Yeah, it's a but beautiful southern name. name. Was a mistake. Oh, so that's our ten. That's our cast of ten. Um, I think that means we'll probably have about eight episodes for this first season. Um, as long as there's no magical like double saves, no one leaves, whatever, whatever we're gonna do. Um, now before we wrap this up, I always love to share the Instagram counts um, prior to the season starting and like right before we do this podcast. Um, I am mortified, utterly, absolutely mortified. None of these queens are above 5,000. How? Still? Still? None. Still. As of literally an hour before recording this. I can believe that. Who do you think is the top? I'm one of the younger issues. queens. Do you know what's going to be funny? It's going to be Amanda, and we're going to be like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Um, no, I think it might be um, Peach. Okay, okay, Peach. Patricia, who are you going with? I think it'll be Susan. All right, all righty, let's do this. With 2067, it's Brittany von Botox. 2372 is Peach. 2,486, Amanda Tears. 3,068, Mocha Bone. 4,276, Edna. 4,286, Susan. 4,303, Valenciaga. 4,683, Drag Coin. 4,852, Atina. With 4,956 going to Mademoiselle Boop. So the one who has the cabaret is the one who has the most, which... I guess that's my second. That tracks, um, yeah. But yeah, I I I am the biggest proponent of the international franchises. Uh, friends, watch it, watch it, support these queens. Um, you're probably gonna want to watch it because it's gonna be a fun season. Rita Vega's there. Like, well, I don't know what's the not the draw for this because you can't speak the language. Come on, friends, let's watch it. Um, I refuse I hope- to read subtitles. I have ADHD. That's fair. That's fair. That's why. That's why I'm glad I speak French. But that's part of the fun of like Drag Race Philippines was the trying to watch the subtitles for them with like three languages being being spoken at once. It was fun. Gotta get on it. Gotta get on it. Um, I I'm very excited. Um, usually after doing these preview podcasts, I get more excited. So I'm ready for the season two debut. I'm excited to dive into it. Listeners, if you want to come on for a recap, you're more than welcome to. Just DM me. We'll make it happen. It'll be a grand old time. But before we go, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Patricia. Oh, okay. Um, my Instagram, 
I'm sure you'll tag me, but it's miss.patriciadiamond. So it's M-I-S-S. It's like spelled out. I don't know why. I think M-S was taken. Um, so M-I-S-S dot Patricia Diamond. Spelled the right way. It's not really, not anything weird. Yeah, give me a follow. Just, just hit a thousand. Woohoo! Yay! Twinkie Boots. Twinkie Boots. You can find me at Twinkie Boots, which is <laughs> T-W-I-N-K-Y-B-O-O-T-S at an NYC, and that's my Venmo. Um, you can see me live, um, depending on when this is going up, tomorrow night at Nurse Betty, um, or Saturday night at Members Only Boylesque at the Laurie Beachman Theater on 42nd Street in New York City. Amazing. Well, this is always a blast. I'm so glad you both were with me for this journey. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. The biggest thanks to Twinkie Boots and Patricia Diamond for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 